Hello, I'm Adam Siegel. I'm the Maurice R. Greenberg Senior Fellow for China Studies and Director of the Council on Foreign Relations Program on Digital and Cyberspace Policy. Today, I'm very happy to welcome Eric Schmidt of Google, who I'm sure is uh, well known to all of you, for our second podcast in the Net Politics series. Eric, thanks very much for being here. Uh, thank you, Adam, and it's great to be back at the Council of Foreign Relations. Eric, a, a few weeks ago, the European Parliament passed a non-binding resolution pressuring the European Commission to apply EU antitrust rules against online search companies, which could be easily interpreted as being directed against Google. And over the summer, the European Court of Human Rights issued its right-to-be-forgotten decisions. Do you think Europe's more regulatory approach to online goods and services is acting as a non-tariff uh, trade barrier to U.S. companies? Well, I worry about a lot of these steps, and uh, I can tell you that there is a proper Br Brussels antitrust proceeding that Google's involved with has been going on for years, and it's important to let that process continue through its normal review process. As a general comment about Europe, Europe needs to develop its own domestic innovative technology industries. Google has worked very, very hard to help support that through a series of incubators, we fund literally thousands of companies. We sponsor enormous numbers of seminars and so forth on the kind of technology that we find interesting. It's very important for European growth, European recovery, European future to take the incredible talent that's present in Europe and organize them into the kinds of companies that have been so successful in America. Do you think these issues should be addressed in the, in the TTIP, the Transatlantic Trade and Investment Partnership being no negotiated by the U.S. and the EU? I'm not an expert in TTIP. I can tell you that it's important that American firms have full and equal access into the European markets, but that's also true in the Asian markets as well. My understanding of TTIP is that is the objective. The latest operating system of Android will allow users to, the, the devices will be encrypted by default, uh, and only the users will be able to, to have the keys. Over the fall, there's been a lot of uh, complaint from the FBI and, and former members of the intelligence agencies that this is going to uh, prevent them from gaining lawful access to the data and, and is a real national security risk. We, we've had this debate about going dark before. How do you value the FBI's arguments now, and what do you think is different this time? Well, I don't agree with the FBI's arguments, and I can tell you that 20 years ago, I was in a meeting arguing over the same things for the same reasons, and yet law enforcement has many, many, many tools that are proper, legal, and so forth uh, to, to do the kind of good work that they do. The ability to sort of go and wander around somebody's digital world without a warrant and uh, without probable cause is of concern, especially when it's done through the back door, which is what happened with the NSA and the GCHQ spying on Google. Industry as a whole reacted very, very strongly, all of the companies, Google being one of them, went ahead and encrypted much of their data structures. So I can tell you, for example, that today, if you have information inside of Google, it's all encrypted at rest. It's also encrypted when it's in motion, which makes it very difficult for people that you don't know to go find and watch what you're doing. We see this as central to the mission of what Google is, which is to protect user data against unauthorized access. So you mentioned uh, the reaction of many of the tech companies. Uh, there's both been the kind of technical reaction, the, the move to encryption, and also a legal re reaction to the re revelations about NSA and GCHQ spying. And so one of the, the, the largest fallouts of the Snowden revelations has been this breakdown of trust between the U.S. government and the, and the U.S. technology companies. Do you think the government has done enough to try to rebuild that trust? 
when we met with the president at the end of this year, all of us complained about what we saw as overreach and inappropriate procedures in the government with respect to the FISA courts and the other things. The president directed a set of changes which are somewhat responsive to our concerns. In particular, the Section 215 business record stuff has been officially being canceled, although it's apparently still in place today. But the president has made it clear that that's beyond the remit, if you will, of what had been authorized. And my own comment would be that we've always understood that the government had the capability of doing these things, but we never understood the extent of it until the Snowden revelations. Now, I'm not endorsing Snowden and I'm not endorsing bulk leaking, but the fact that we knew allowed us to respond so strongly. Uh, Eric, thanks very much for being with us today, and uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you, Adam.